everyone. Welcome to Popcast on the Rocks, episode 109. We're back after a little bit of an extended break, mm-hmm. but we're here again. My John, I am joined as always by Andrea. How's it going? Good, good. Uh, I suppose I shouldn't have any other answer than good today since it's my anniversary. So, oh, yep. Yes. Congratulations. Hope it's going well. Thank you. Thank you. Eight years. I was going to say, you, you know, you're like me, you're past the seven year slump. Woo, made it. <laughs> or I suppose that's what ours will be. Yeah, I guess. This, this right? Because did we get you married, married the, the same, same summer? Year? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So you'll so. be making it officially to eight. Yep. So we did because it was, uh, oh, wait, no. July. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Only a few more, few more weeks. That's right. Can, can I get there? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I feel like if you made it through nearly eight years, the pa- the next couple of weeks are probably, you know, safe. Yeah, safe probably. bet. <laughs> probably. Well, um, I'm in a different space right now because it's very hot here. And the space is just too toasty at the moment. Mm-hmm. So that's what that is. Um, for our rundown today, we're not going to have any big spoilery things. That'll be great if you guys um, are not watching the same shows we are. We're going to talk a lot of game things because it's that time of year. Even though E3 didn't happen, it's E3 season. So mm-hmm. um, a lot of game, a lot of gaming things. Um, and then um, go over our weeks and yeah, chat. We got we got a, like a laundry list of drink holidays. Oh my god! Seriously, I think it's longer than our show notes. I mean, it's because we started our <laughs> our show notes a while ago, and it's like we kind of had delay things and stuff. So the list For has sure. grown. Yes. For sure. Yeah. Well, and apparently we're just like kicking off June and summer, and everybody's into cocktails, which makes sense. But you know, really? uh, there's there's a lot more in these past couple of weeks than there has been, you know, for certain time periods in the year. Um, but so yeah, starting it off, um, you know, with the the holiday that fell closest to our last show, uh, June 9th was international dark and stormy day, which I am celebrating. Um, I felt it was only appropriate after I just blew through the first half of season four of stranger things. Mm. I mean, it's a very dark and stormy show if you've ever watched it. So uh, that felt very appropriate for me nice. this week. Yes, well done. So, um, June 11th, double National Rosé Day and World Gin Day. Any of those for you, John? No. Mm-mm. Okay, okay, I'll move on. <laughs> June 14th, again, another double. Uh, National Bourbon Day and National Old Fashioned Day. Nice. Am I ringing any bells here, John? No. Nope. Okay. I will keep going because there's more. (laughs) June 15th was beer day, especially in uh, the UK and Britain. Anything going on here? Do you have a a British style Uh, ale, perhaps? I have something in a can. You do have something in a can. Mm -hmm. Is it a beer? (laughs) No, it's not. I've got one more. I've got one more holiday. Okay. 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 June 19th. I kind of hope this isn't it because it's in a can. <laughs> National Martini Day. Hey, yes, they're making those mixed cocktail 
pre-done things now. They are, but I feel like those are definitely geared towards like carbonated, you know, seltzery kind of things like G&Ts, stuff like that, especially in a can specifically. I've seen other things like in like mini bottles or like box cartons, which Mm -hmm. is almost like, you know, you remember those like milk cartons you got when you were a kid that you had to like open and like fold out the triangle. Mm -hmm. Some of those look exactly like that, except their alcohol Hmm. so i have a weird like i'm an adult having a cafeteria flashback while i'm drinking this alcoholic beverage our our milk break right yeah it's Mm -hmm. snack time with my milk Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so i'm guessing what's in your can is not a martini no 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 okay what do you got today i mean i think it's cool but it's um it's this limited edition rc Ooh. So, it's very colorful. It's kind of matching yeah. some of the stripes on your shirt there. Yeah, that makes sense. And Give me electric vibes. Me. Um, it's a RC berries and cream. How is that? It's really good. Okay, it's very good. Awesome. So I'm I'm glad you've got us covered for drink holidays because <laughs> I just like finished up in the field today and I just like don't feel like alcohol now. For sure. I'm kind of yeah. digging the dark and stormy. It's not alcohol heavy. Mm-hmm. It's very like, especially with the, uh, so it's uh, a dark and stormy is dark rum and then ginger beer and a little bit of lime. Um, so it's like very simple. It's not like a very involved cocktail. It's just kind of refreshing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I don't drink rum often. So I'm kind of yeah. enjoying that, that aspect. It's also pretty, Yeah pretty light on the rum so i'm not like going crazy so yeah it's kind of a nice little refreshing drink here i've been wanting some oh is it dark and stormy normally the ginger beer yeah okay all right i've been what wanting are you thinking ginger of beer recently. i don't know i just uh ginger beer i feel like wasn't a common when do you think ginger beer i know we talked i talked about this last time too again away but when do you think ginger beer became a common staple behind every bar? Because I feel like wasn't, hasn't been forever. It definitely hasn't because, um, I worked as a bartender, although, okay. I worked as a bartender when I was in college, but to be fair, we had a pretty extensive bar, but I did work at a sushi restaurant. So I don't know that like, I don't know. Yeah, but it was a nice place, so. It was a nice place. And I mean, like I said, we were pretty well stocked. But uh, yeah, I don't know Mm -hmm. that like, you know, we would consider us a full bar with like the range of every option. We did have ginger beer. Hmm. And that was uh, a good turn on turn on years ago. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. It was was like 15 years ago. (laughs) Not possible. Not, Not possible. possible. I agree. I look uh, so young. It was just the other day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't know what that was. Powder, I guess. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, all right. Well, anyways, yeah, we have lots of drinks. Um, mm-hmm. It's a good way to kick your week off, I would say. So pour one out. The rest of your week. This, I guess last really two weeks, I think, we've on two weeks now. So what have you been, what have you been up to? 
Yeah, um, not much uh, in the world of, you know, kind of entertainment and pop culture. I did mention uh, that I did get through the first half of season four of Stranger Things, which I'm not going to lie to you, is a feat. Because each episode is an hour like plus. They're like know. mini movies. They are mm-hmm. like, an like I would say the average is like an hour and 18-ish minutes. Um, and the last one was extra because, you know, finale. Um, so, yeah. So yeah. getting through an episode of those really just kind of takes over your entire night. Especially right. if you're, you know, parents to a young child like Chris and I are. Yeah. Um, you know, you can you put her to bed and they sneak in an episode and it's like, OK, well, it's late now. <laughs> kind of go to bed mm-hmm. ourselves. Yeah. So that's uh, it's tough. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we we got through all of that, which was great. I'd been dying to see season four. I'd heard really good things. Um, and I, having watched all the episodes, can say, spoiler free, I think season four does live up to the hype. It's a, it's a bit of a rocky-ish. I mean, it's solid. Like, the writing's always been solid on Stranger Things. But it's a bit of a rocky-ish start. But once okay. they really get going into what they're doing for the season, it gels really well and everything kind of comes together. Okay. So I think cool. they do a, a great job of introducing new things, um, tying in old elements, um, you know, kind of getting back to some of the show's roots, which is really nice because it has been a wow. while since Stranger Things has graced the screen. So it's nice to like get get into something new, but feel the familiar. So yeah. very well done. Well, I was listening to someone talk today about um, how the delays between some of these mm. things are really hurting them. Um, Stranger Things? Were, well, no, they were specifically talking kind of... more about like Game of Thrones. Oh, sure. This is we mentioned and then uh, something else that just popped up recent that was a extra delay. But my thought was with Stranger Things is definitely seems to be bucking mm. that idea or or uh, trend or whatever because it's doing very well thus far yeah yeah i i definitely was worried um after like the first one still kind of a little nervous after two and then the rest of the episodes really like i said they gelled really well and and came together um but yeah i mean it definitely could have gone the other way if if the storytelling can had been good but not quite as up to par as right. the, the last half of it was, yeah, Stranger Things could have been in trouble too. Yeah. So no, that's great. Yeah. I'm glad I'm glad everybody's I have I haven't heard anything like coming away anyone coming away with a negative uh conclusion. Yeah, I mean so. there there are things that I'm not particularly fond of. Right. Um, and like things that I would be like, oh, I don't really know why this is happening, or I don't love that this is happening, but like overall, like solid storytelling mm-hmm. and and great performances from all the actors once again nice so oh, that's great yeah so i made it through that which i feel like was a, a big accomplishment um other than that i've just kind of been doing life things house projects going out playing sports even in this extreme heat which i uh, i don't know kind of makes me a little crazy i think <laughs> but uh still here still doing it um, and then, yeah, I've been playing, getting back into Pokemon recently, 
both in terms of like they've been having some special research days, introductions of new Pokemon. Um, they're having like summer solstice celebrations. So yeah, just been kind of focusing on that the past couple of weeks as well. Yeah, Ashley and I actually logged back in on Pokemon. I for the saw first that. Time I got to give you gifts and stuff. <laughs> I, I don't think that since that first day and then like maybe the second day, I don't think I've logged back in now again. But sure. As I was saying, like, not going to get into this again. I'm not getting into this again. But we were just, we're out and like we'd go by the park. We used to walk by and stuff a lot, play. And so I just thought, okay, I'll see what's new. Sure. So got a little nostalgia out there. Yeah, I casually turn it on, get some new Pokemon, because I'm sure there's a couple waves since we've played new, yes. new gens. Yes, there is uh, appropriately, um, since you know Jurassic World Dominion is out, um, there is a new dinosaur Pokemon that mm. looks like an adorable little T-Rex, and I'm going to bring him up here in the hopes okay. that it will make you play more. <laughs> um and i actually saw the other day Stay that wave. that's that's uh still crushing it at the box office i think it was like number two or something at the box office yeah. this past weekend it doesn't have a lot of competition though right no it doesn't um but i mean still for for having been on so long and i mean i know top gun maverick is probably it's only like true true competition but Yes. A lot of people were very disappointed at um uh what's it was his face? Uh Lightyear. That movie mm. did not do better than it did. Yeah. That movie about Buzz Lightyear. Right. Let's see uh, when I can get him into focus. There he is. Uh, Little T Rex guy. He looks cool. Uh, where are you? Yeah. <laughs> there he is. Yeah. Nice. Like it. So. Well, it's interesting. I mean, I don't know how much stock to put in any of this anymore, but Jurassic World is sitting at 30% on Rotten Tomatoes and 78% audience scores, which mm -hmm. is very interesting because, like, I'd only heard negative things about it yeah. from, from people and critics. So this audience score surprises me. It It doesn't surprise me ish. I mean, that does seem a little high for what I'm about to say, but. A lot of people I know, even who have always loved Jurassic Park, are like, yeah, plot line, kind of full of holes, not strong writing, like, mm -hmm. doesn't, the, the overall goal doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I was just there for, like, the OG3, like, the it's, reunion. That's exactly the thing. Like, And, it's like, I'm going to be, too, like, whenever I, know, I watch it. See, I'm not watching I, it in the theater. I'm right. waiting. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Like, I'm not that excited about it. I was, but now I'm sort of over it. I'm, but. I'm not, I'm not fond for your trail of candy anymore. Like, just I, I get it, you know, nostalgia bait, get yep. people in, but you gotta have a good movie around it, right? Like, I'm, I'm still very excited to like have that moment where I see them come together on the screen again. It's gonna be fun but it's going to be on, on my screen. It's going to be on my small screen. It's not going right. to be on the big screen. I'm sorry. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I haven't made it to, it's just been working. I'll get to the theater more here pretty soon, but. Uh, for part of our anniversary celebrations, Chris and I just purchased tickets to go see Top Gun Maverick. 
Oh, nice. And I'm very excited. We're going to Alamo because cool. why not? Yeah. It's awesome. So I'm nice. excited to get back in the theater too. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping to get to that one too. That'll be a fun one in the theater. Yes. Um, yeah. We talked about that the other week about how um, if you guys haven't caught it, go back and watch our uh, retro rewind of uh, Top Gear, the original. Gun. I had to, yes, Top Gun, not Top Gear. <laughs> uh, it's been a week, has it? The field, <laughs> the field got you. The sun beating down on you. <laughs> it, yeah, it's um, uh, it gets very spacey after a while. You sure. know, just like staring ahead for so long. But, I imagine. Yeah. Um. Anyways, well, that's very exciting. We'll have to mm-hmm. we'll have to talk about that. Uh, maybe next week then. Yeah. Um, my week, um, you know, in between work stuff, um, I finally finished Squid Game. Yes. So, yeah, I think I, yeah, I kind of gave impressions before, and I mm-hmm. won't go in depth because we're not doing a spoiler thing, and maybe right. we'll talk about it, um, more detail later. But it was it was good all the way through. It's just mm-hmm. just solid. Um, mm-hmm. I are you because anyone that's paying attention is aware that they're making a sequel. Mm-hmm. Do you want to? I mean, do you want a sequel? Like, are you good with a? Se- I mean, they they clearly Ooh. set it so there could be a sequel, and now we know they're right. making a sequel. Right. I mean, it's a high stakes game. You know, I mean, this season was so good that I want more good, mm-hmm. but it's terrifying. I feel like anything now that has like a strong, good first season and they announce this uh, second, it's just like, yeah, like a roulette or like a dice game. Mm-hmm. Like you're just like, oh, God, this will either go very right or very wrong. And you can mm-hmm. almost never tell anymore what it's mm-hmm. going to be. So yes is my answer, but that doesn't mean I'm not terrified at the same time mm-hmm. about season two. I just hope they had, and it's, again, it kind of seems like it was written that way. I hope they had plans for mm-hmm. making the sequel. Yeah. Um, and so it's designed that way. Um, yeah. I, it's it's interesting, too. I saw that when they opened up for tourism again in uh, Korea, they... Mm-hmm. Had, like they were welcoming in some tourists and stuff, and they had like actors from Squid yep. Game, people in the suits and stuff, or whatever. Um, so it's a, like they're very w- aware that this really very conscious made a big splash. Yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. Like I you, uh, like you said, I um, I hope that this was a planned for thing, and I hope there's you know, I do feel like shows that have a set plan and stick to it do end up doing better in terms of producing more seasons when a show comes in it's like listen we've got a strong idea for a tv show that we think could last four seasons here it is and obviously they know making the first season like you're not guaranteed anything but after you get the green light and you still say like listen we came in with four seasons we're sticking to four seasons i just feel like that does end up it's it's what we've been talking about for, you know, since day one of the show, having a plan for the end and sticking to that plan. 
usually turns out better content than this vague, amorphous, like, oh, we had an idea or we think we know where we're going. And 12 seasons later, you know, all of your storytelling ability has fallen off and you just sort of like half-assedly wrap something up. Mm -hmm. So, well, some people missed the green light or were the red light together. <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, I definitely yeah, inside I, joke. I, if you've watched Switch Game, <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely want. I would like to talk about it sometime. Because mm -hmm. uh, it was, if we, if we want, we can always wait till the second season about to come out. Whatever. But, oh yeah, that'd be yeah, good. Good stuff. Um, and then um, being work was winding down. I did like dip my toe back in the Horizon Forbidden West a little bit. Like I'm sure. starting to think like hmm, what do I want to play for a game and stuff like that. I got a, I got a couple hours of that in at one point. Nice. Um, a lot of fun. Still missing that. Um, I just get burnt out easily sometimes. Mm -hmm. It's like it's so much. So taking those breaks is good. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then I had this on my watch later list, actually just on YouTube. I posted the link in our thing. If you're ever bored or high or whatever um go ahead and watch angel's egg it's from okay. like 1985 i think it's an anime and i might review it on the ohio anime segment um okay i'm i'd be interested to see what you think i don't okay. understand what happened at all basically but it's very <laughs> it's just i love that it's very atmospheric Okay. Um, they do well with music and setting. Like it's interesting how you just see the simple, very little movement often in the animation, mm -hmm. and it's like oh they're trying to cut costs or something, but they just aren't afraid to like hold a shot and this very weird world that they created and kind of a lore that sort of ties in with like Christianity and like Noah's Ark kind of elements. I, I don't know what happened. I don't know. What and this happened. is called Angel's Egg? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, that was such like a, a random word salad of a description that I am very... And it well, sounds like, you know what I mean? It sounds like just such like a grab bag, interesting show that I'm kind of intrigued now. Like, what we, the hell is this? <laughs> for a setup, I'll just say it's like, as most base level, it's about a girl that is carrying an egg and wants to let it hatch and around her is like this very dystopian weird empty quiet world okay and i don't know I, that was cool but if you can tell me what happened be much appreciated so okay well i'll i'll check it out and do my best <laughs> it's yeah it's like an hour and 20 minutes or something like that so. Okay, so it's basically a Stranger Things episode. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, that's that been some of the highlights of my week. Um, News-wise, we had, Oof. as you know, pre-show we had like a million things to talk about. Yes. But it's like, how do we like whittle this down a little bit? So we're going gaming focused. As I said up top, we we haven't talked about video games that much on the show recently. Yeah. And um, we'll kind of ease our way into the video game conversation with some video game adaptations slash 
spinoffs in mm -hmm. animated form. Mm -hmm. So um, starting out with Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk Endrunners, um, they announced this some time ago. It's based on Cyberpunk 2077 in that world. But this one's a proper anime and mm -hmm. is being made by Studio Trigger. Mm -hmm. So they released a trailer that I thought was really cool and a kind of a, a little talking to some of the people at CD Projekt Red kind of thing um, as part of Netflix's Geek Week. So mm -hmm. did you get to check out these things? I did. I did. Um, yeah, I uh, I had forgotten that this was going to be a thing. I think I was kind of wondering if they were going to move forward with it based honestly on cyberpunk's kind of tanking, mm. you know, I just, I, I wasn't sure if they were like, uh, didn't do as well as we had hoped. We're kind of like worried about the hype for it. You know what I mean? I could have seen mm. this maybe quiet, quietly like sliding away. Um, no. so then this got, got really, I'm, I'm not saying I would have been happy about it, but I mean, you just never know. Um, so I'm kind of glad that this is still happening. Like, I'm yeah. glad that this came out. I'm glad the trailer came out, um, confirming that it's still going on. It was a very high energy, frenetic trailer, yes. but it kind of got me pumped. Like, I liked the energy. I liked that mm -hmm. it was like high level. I feel like it was like a shot of adrenaline for the cyberpunk universe. Yeah. You know, the thing about um, Studio Trigger works mostly is you don't go to those shows if you're not already an anime fan. Mm, yeah. Because like, if you do, that. you're like, you know, you're like, I don't know, it's like snorting too much cocaine and then like getting a bucket of water, throwing your face a cold water and just like, it's too much, you know, mm -hmm. it's just like a wave um, that's, you know, hurled at you. And you're like, I don't, not into this. So I'm wondering like, the audience for this you know are they going to get the people that played the game you know is there enough overlap between people that are like familiar sure. and watch anime um and have played the game i don't know i'm just interested in how it's going to be received and do with that because i it's like made for me basically you know, <laughs> one of my favorite studios are making... you going to re-sign up for netflix for this no i've i've got netflix yet now Oh, you do? I, I, yeah, I got I got Netflix back to I was going to power through Arcane. Oh, remember? right. And then right. I decided to keep it um, because then they had like the Ricky Gervais special and then the Squid Game on to watch. And so we have Netflix. OK, Dis All Disney's right. the one we got rid of and Hulu we got rid of. Sure. Um, so I know. Yeah. I mean, I know Netflix was on your chopping block, so I wasn't sure yeah. if you That's just right. like powered through some stuff and then you were like, forget it or nope, it's uh, uh, it's it's just barely keeping you hanging on. No, I mean, they, they're, you know, I feel like there's a flurry of quality content and then like stranger things now, you know? Um, yeah. and then as we're going to talk about more stuff here, um, yeah, I think it's at this point worth it despite sure. the continual price increases and stuff. So. Sure. So, yeah. Cyberpunk Endrunners, check a look at the trailer. If you have not, if you're not an anime person, but you like Cyberpunk, I think I'd recommend. I would recommend not watching the trailer. Really? Yeah. 
just like wait and dive into it. Okay. If you're a cyberpunk fan, but you're not an anime fan, mm-hmm. or like you haven't really watched anime, it could. I think it could be potentially off-putting to but be that. Then it high will energy. be if you uh, see. I was gonna say maybe you should watch some of the pick another thing from the studio to watch to see if you can like to yeah. That's what I mean. Yourself. Like yeah, like watch yeah. something else. Don't watch the yeah. trailer. Yeah. So like go and you know go and watch Gurren Lagann. Yeah. Know? Watch yes. that through and see if you can handle that by the end yep. of the season. Yep. I agree with that. Don't watch the trailer because I think you'll just be like, it's too different and too high energy. I feel like you have to come at it from the side, like mm-hmm. get into that kind of energy before you understand how that's applied to the thing that you like. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's kind of amazing how there's so many things that I've come to really love that I know if you showed quote unquote normal people they'd be like what <laughs> what is this yeah i rem- i rem- tara was over a while ago or whatever our friend and saying um like she i think at one point she's just like what is wrong with japanese because i don't know what anime we were watching but it, it's just like clearly she was not for her so sure. yeah. there are i mean i feel like anime is something that i mean to an extent, like like regular TV, there are shows that are for everybody and there are shows that are specialized that only some people like. Yes. But I feel like anime has that to the nth degree. There's mm-hmm. so much content out there and there's so much specialized that like if there's like one show that you know is like made for somebody, it's like a certain type of audience. They just go at it hardcore. They don't yeah. even try to do like another audience. And if yep. you just like happen to get in there and like it, like nice, but we don't really care because it's not for you. Mm-hmm. And I feel like regular TV to some extent always has a little bit of try in there for mm-hmm. like, let's maybe cast like a little net, see who see who like stumbles <laughs> in here. I I love so. the, the specificity of anime and manga a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, you know, it's fun when you know what you like and you find what you like and you're like, yes, like. I just know this show is going to be good because it's like for me. Mm-hmm. Like we're watching this show now, um, Love After World Domination. Okay. And um, it's basically about this superhero team that is basically the Power Rangers. And, but they're called like the gelatos or something. And so they're like different flavors essentially um, for their different colors. And um, they're fighting this other, you know, this enemy bad guy thing, which is basically sure. like Rita and Ivan Ooze and all all those people, you know, sure. in Power Rangers. Well, the one gelato guy, like, basically falls in love with a one of the enemies. Uh-oh. So it's kind of a little Romeo and Juliet thing or whatever. But Aww, so they're always terrible. like fighting the teams and they find some excuse to be like off someplace else fighting like oh red he really is like giving it to her or something you know and they're off someplace else <laughs> so i don't know it's and it's one of those things like okay how are they going to keep this going or whatever but it's sure been, it's been great it's, it's been very hilarious so i i only laugh because i honestly would actually probably watch this show i only laugh because like the gelatos is objectively <laughs> terrible yeah it's like i can see it in my brain and like you're like oh they're like different flavors and you know what i mean like i can Mm -hmm. see it 
and it works and it's like cute and adorable, but that name is objectively terrible. <laughs> That's a bit, it's it, but this is just a show that, right? Like we've watched enough anime. We know we would be into this kind of like romantic comedy sort of sure. thing, you know, kind of reminds me like romantic be... comedy, but like, um, what was that? Like high school earth defenders club. Yeah. That's yeah. really something high school earth defense force or something. Yeah. Yes. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Forgive mm-hmm. me for butchering that, but oh, I love that yeah. show. That was fun. That's, that's funny too. Um, yeah. Anyway, cyberpunk and runners coming <laughs> soon. <laughs> Circling uh, back. Totally yeah. natural. <laughs> well, in other um, video game adjacent news, uh, also from geeked week, Mm-hmm. A show that we've liked, um, Castlevania, yes. is getting a new spinoff yes. season, series, whatever. Um, this one, however, is focusing on Richter Belmont. Mm-hmm. So um, I think this is a good call. Like if they're going to do more, you know, move on, talk about a different Belmont and stuff. Yeah. So, trailer is minimal. Yes. Yeah. What it's like 30 seconds or a little bit more. Yeah. It's, it's very quiet, um, or very quick, excuse me, not quiet. Um, but it's fun. I mean, like you said, it's a fun to get a a look at least, um, get Mm -hmm. it, get kind of a vibe through some of the dialogue and can really tell who Richter is, um, who his parents are. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) shocking Mm -hmm. um but yeah no it's it's a fun quick look i think um netflix knows here or you know producing team knows here um they don't really have to give a whole lot yeah because castlevania has been so successful that they can just do this little like you know quick teaser and people are going to be like yes ready i'm here um, in that same vein, uh, Dragon Age mm-hmm. gaming series, which I think honestly is probably dead. Uh, they're going to ruin whatever they do next. But this animation could be cool. Yeah. Um, it's, again, yes, also Netflix. Uh, um, what do you think of this? I loved it. Uh, I have in the notes here, like, looks very Castlevania-esque. And I don't mean particularly in plot. I just mean, like, animation style, like like mm-hmm. some of the brief glimpses of fight sequences that we got i dig it like i i am here for more solid storytelling in the castlevania like genre i I don't mean to like mix it up story-wise again but yeah if we're producing quality content i like this animation style so give me more well and that's my one thing like i like i like the dragon age world Mm -hmm. ashley's played those games a lot played a little bit of the tabletop RPG and watched mm-hmm. a different movie. Um, so I really like the world. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel like Netflix, and I should look this up, mm-hmm. but it seems like Netflix is going to the same studio to do so many of their animated projects. Castlevania, Dragon Age, Blood of Zeus, The Witcher, all these things oh, look you mean the sh- very the similar. What's that? Blood of the Wolf, you mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or yeah, is that right? I think so. No, I think it's something different, but it's yeah. The, wolf, the animated one. The wolf is in about, there. Nightmare of the Wolf. Maybe that's it. 
Which you Oh, Alan Helmy. Nightmare of the Wolf. Nightmare of the Wolf sounds right. Okay. Maybe I was like I, I, transposing are, Blood of Zeus. Yeah. In my brain and then like tried to smash it with mm-hmm. what Castle or uh, Witcher was. Wow. Getting all mixed up now. It's dark <laughs> and stormy, I tell you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just think it's I just think that it's a lot of um I I, I also love Castlevania. I've loved these shows, Nightmare of the Wolf. Nightmare of the Wolf. Thank you, Alan. Um, it's just, it's a lot the same style of art and stuff. And like, obviously anime has, has a lot of Hallmark stuff, but you can tell they're drawn by different people. Sure. Like they are, you know, so, and just, uh, if the show's good, the show's good. And I thought the trailer looked good. I like the world just for me. I think that maybe need to diversify on studios or something. That. sure yeah i mean i'll i'll probably give them this one like i said i i've been liking this animation style so i'm i'm kind of good with it but yeah i mean mm-hmm. if they're gonna if they're gonna press on more seriously mm-hmm. with you know anime like adding anime to their roster then yeah i mean please diversify break it up animation like, andrea i mean all right yeah i, they've, I they've just got a, they've got a mix of anime and animation I know, I know Castlevania is a sore point for you. <laughs> I just heard someone else talking about it because it's hotly contested. They're like, they were talking about Avatar, you know, it's like some people think it's, it's anime and wait, like the not. movie. No, like the series, the animated series. Oh, okay. All right. I was like, Avatar, we have to have a talk Avatar, with whoever yeah. thinks that's anime. <laughs> well, the idea was, but, like I, but I get it now. Yeah. One side it's like, okay, it's something that's from Japan or the other side. It's like, well, if it, if it has the hallmarks of mm-hmm. anime, then and why it is. not? And yeah. I, mm-hmm. I just dis- I disagree completely, but whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right. It's from Video Game Adjacent, Video Game Adaptations, to Straight Up Video Games. Mm-hmm. Let's talk E3 season. So, Summer Games Fest uh, kind of got things started, got the ball rolling. We had a state of play, um, which we talked about briefly the other week. So, mm-hmm. but then we had um, the Summer Games Fest by Jeff Keeley, the Canadian. Mm-hmm. He always lets everybody know and nauseum. Yep. Um, I didn't get to see a lot of this, and I wasn't like super amped to go and look at it all because I. I got home from work and everybody said, Ashley watched it. Everybody was like, eh, man, mm-hmm. did you, did you I watch see it that. or see a bunch of it or? I could see that. Um, I've been kind of like streaming it a little bit, um, streaming the replay on my other computer over here. And yeah, I mean, it's fine, but it's, it's, I mean, I watched the Xbox Bethesda showcase first and this, mm. unfortunately, I think pales in comparison because sure. Jeff Keighley talks too much. <laughs> he, he really Jeff does. He likes himself some Jeff Keighley, I tell you. He, I, I mean, he is a perfectly nice gentleman, mm-hmm. but kind of get out of my screen so much. <laughs> so, yeah, so it yep. is it is rather underwhelming to have this like really nice, tightly paced, focused showcase that I watched first from Xbox and then transitioned to this, this in feeling like it kind of drug on a little bit. Okay. The energy wasn't quite as high because we weren't making these like quick transitions. 
you know, and so, some of the, the transitions between just didn't need to be. Right. So, yeah. So unfortunately I was underwhelmed by the format. Um, and I didn't, I mean, I found a few games that I was interested in, but I, on the whole, wasn't excited by any one particular announcement other than the thing that had nothing to do with video games. Oh, Andrea. Horn dog. Horny bonk. That's right. That's right. (laughs) I'm not ashamed. (laughs) Dwayne Johnson busted in in his Iron Paradise gym shirtless to talk about Black Adam. And I'm not sorry he did because (laughs) he he sure knows how to host a gig, man. Give the people what they want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so yep. yes i was i was very excited about that um in gaming news i i was pretty much only excited um probably i would say i mean lord of the rings okay um and then shredder's revenge okay because yeah. who doesn't love some tmnt i mm-hmm. i can't deny my love yeah yeah, I uh, um, I was surprised by the Lord of the Rings uh, return to uh, Moria game, mm-hmm. but that was kind of interesting. The idea, you know, the dwarves heading back into yeah. Moria to kind of uh, rebuild, it seems. So. so I feel like Lord of the Rings is having a little research moment here um, because we've obviously got Rings of Power coming out, which I still have <gasps> all the feelings about. Um, you know, we've got this new game and then now we've got a recent announcement that they are making an animated movie that's coming out in 2023, uh, Lord of the Rings. It's called Lord of the Rings, which again, shouldn't be, but it's War of the Rohirrim. Right. And I'm really excited about that because they've got all the cast, um, back. Uh, I think Miranda, Miranda Otto's back, um, Oh my God! What's the actor place Theoden? I can see him in my brain. Is it Bernard Snow? Oh, Theoden King. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um. Anyway, sorry. So they've got, I mean, everybody back um, from Rohan, and they've got a couple of new names in there as well to like round it out. And they're going to be talking about the Battle of Helm Hammerhand, mm-hmm. which boss, I love it. Um. So yeah, I feel like Lord of the Rings is having a moment here. I've got the the Rohan theme in my head stuck in my head now yes like yes welling violins you know <laughs> yep uh it's so good yeah i mean it's it's all like you know brass and like hard string you know what i mean there's mm-hmm. there's it's very it celtic um, right away with uh, those strings yes yeah there's celtic vibe when you go to the strings and then uh when you get to the battles there's a lot of like you know deep horns coming in which mm-hmm. obviously makes sense. I I was so looking forward to that. In Bernard a... Hill, thank you, thank mm. you. I got it partially right. I don't know where I got snow from, but thank I you, Alan. Looking uh, so forward to in uh, my D and D camp, I was like, I want these guys to be noticed because they were trying to sneak someplace because mm-hmm. I had the the horn of Helm's Deep like yes. ready to go so like if they're noticed like that's the alert just the horn like, of Helm, hammerhand she'll sound yeah. in the deep one yeah time uh, <laughs> so good 
Anyway, yep. sorry, I'm br- I'm bringing us off topic again, but at least I'm I'm topic adjacent. Yes, yeah, no, that, I, that game excited me. Yeah, I I think that these are your best uh, hopes for Lord of the Rings content because in you know this game yeah. looks you know kind of came out of nowhere, it looks different, and mm-hmm. then um, the animated um, work is as you said, having the actors come back and is supposed to be kind of picking up with the tone uh, that we yes. already got from uh, uh, P- Peter Jackson's films. So, yep. That's so, good. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, I didn't, I didn't catch all of it. I skimmed, I've been skimming through, you know, like I said, mm-hmm. watching some of the, the live stream replay here. And I'm just not terribly excited by this three hour event crazy i i'm excited for a couple things uh that like stood out so sure. callista protocol they showed more of yeah that's sure. supposedly coming out in december or this year it's um made by some of because everybody thought dead space was dead and um so some of the creators of that are now making this that looks very like dead space mm-hmm. which is interesting now because now they're also remaking the original dead space so we're going to have a lot of that which I'm totally down for it. This is like before, before Prey mm-hmm. and before um, uh, Returnal. Like mm-hmm. these were the sources of what to me felt like proper kind of, if I want to play alien in game format, would be sure. Dead Space. So, and now I'm a little, little better at some of the horror, dealing with horror games. So, <laughs> yeah. So. Which, by the way, I I have the new PS Plus, so I do have Returnal downloaded now. So I'm gonna I'll try that sometime. Nice. Good luck. Um, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> um, hurry up and get your PS Five, and we can play it co-op. Ooh, yes, please. Um, and then another good co-op game, as you mentioned, Ninja Turtles: Shredder's Revenge. Mm-hmm. Very excited for that. Um, it's actually out now. It's available day one on Game Pass. I, mm-hmm. I tried it um, yesterday, just like on my phone, streaming mm-hmm. it um, with Xbox Cloud Gaming. And it it was very cool. Awesome. Very what it should be. I've been hearing nothing but glowing reviews and my like little bit of playtime with it has been. Yeah, it's I'm excited. Just awesome. yeah. It's, Val and I, my sister and I played a lot of like that early home console on the NES Ninja Turtles game for sure. Um, and then last of us, the long rumored remake, uh, again, kind of whatever of last of us part one. Yes. So I they're calling it now last of us part one. So then we, yep. it's bringing it in, in line with the second one. I, I, I guess I'm glad they're doing this, you know, because mm-hmm. Then anyone that hasn't played these two games can sit and play them, and it's not jarring going between the two. They're both of a similar right. fidelity and all that kind of thing. So, yeah, yep. Um, all right. So on to the Xbox Bethesda showcase, mm-hmm. which is interesting that they label it the Xbox Bethesda showcase instead of just the Xbox showcase. It Next really wasn't a- the Xbox Bethesda showcase. You don't think so? I mean, it was, but it, it was- wasn't. You know what I mean? Well, there was—I mean, there was a lot of there was a lot of Bethesda. There was, but there was a lot of other things too, and yeah. there were bigger announcements than what uh, 
related to Bethesda. Wow. There were. Okay, what were they? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like both um, you and I noted it. Like, wow. Did we? Oh, Riot yes. Games? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Like that There's, came out of left field for me. Yeah, as far as surprises, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, sorry, that's what I mean. Like, there was nothing like, I mean, there were big announcements and like things I was happy about, things I was excited about. But like, if you wanted to like, shock the hell out of me yeah. riot games was my big one yeah there was a few big shockers uh for sure riot games which people have been tallying up all the content you get with that because mm-hmm. these riot games are free to play so it's like well whatever but on game pass when they come there they're going to include like all the characters unlocked and all this stuff it's like 700 dollars right. worth of stuff basically right. so um yeah, I think it's going to be a big deal. I think the big, there's a couple of things that are kind of like, man, Microsoft, you know, they paid some for this because mm-hmm. Silk Song. Holy yeah. Hell, when that, when they showed that, um, I was pretty stunned because everyone associates Hollow Knight with the Nintendo Switch and everybody always figured the next time we see Silk Song finally, it's going to mm-hmm. be at the Nintendo event, Nintendo sure. Direct. So for Xbox to get it on their event was very, very, very shocking to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, and then I'd say the other one, I guess, you know, it's not so much that it happened that, but because I figured it would eventually and the rumors were there. It's just that it actually now happened and it's there was the, Sona is finally coming to mm, um, mm-hmm. Xbox and sure. Hideo Kojima long rumored game they're working together on a thing. So, yeah, I mean, that was that was, I think, surprising. Probably that if I was ranking those three, that would be number three for me. Sure. Mm-hmm. Like cool and surprising, but like just after like Silk Song and like, again, I just left field for me for Riot Games. Um, sure. That was just kind of early on surprises. I was like, cool. Yep. Uh, so anything else stand out for you? Something you're excited for or, or things that really. Yeah. Or a big miss either one. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> um, my. Oh, go. I'm going to say my, probably my favorite one. Just like scanning some of my notes. Um, my favorite was Diablo 4 because I used to play Diablo. Okay. okay. Um, nice. I love the color palette here. I loved like the, the gameplay that I saw. Um, it's an open world game now, which is big news for Diablo. And then the fact that you can cross play between, mm-hmm. um, you know, systems is just like amazing to me. So I'm really excited about that. We'll, I think that we'll was get a group big, together. Big Ashley wants to play. I would love to. I would love to. Um, I really love Diablo. So that cool. that to me was like amazing mix of like nostalgia and new. And, mm-hmm. I, and I'm excited about it. So. Yep. Yeah, there's been like controversy right now going on. When, um, <clears throat> uh, Diablo some. Because Diablo, I think it's called Immortal, came out recently. Mm-hmm. And it's a mobile game. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are really like bothered by the idea that there's a like a Diablo mo- mobile game with like 
yeah. in-game purchases and all that stuff, but it's doing really well. Yeah. So I, I, and I just always think it's interesting to disconnect. Um, I was starting to ask you about that earlier, like the disconnect between the core sort of core gamers, gaming journalists, and then like reality, mm-hmm. you know, what like actually sells and people actually are interested in actually play and all that stuff. So yeah, cause it's been just getting tons of hate, bad review scores and all mm-hmm. stuff, but people are playing the hell out of it. So yeah. Yeah. yeah I could see it people who play Diablo not liking it and people who don't play Diablo mm-hmm. love but it. That's why Diablo 4 is coming, right? I mean, you get... Exactly. That's what we're waiting you know, for. We got best of both worlds, right? Because I guarantee you a lot of people playing this game were never going to play Diablo 4. Yeah, absolutely. You know, they weren't going to play this one, so... I mean, there there might be some who make the transition, but I don't think... Yeah. Uh, I don't think mm-hmm. this is, you know, one of those things that's meant for. Um... So they started the showcase off. Interestingly, um, they made a few exceptions, but right away, Sarah Bond came out and said like, Hey, what we're going to show you is what is available within the next 12 months. Yeah. Um, so kind of uncommon for an E3 type showcase. Um, did you like this setup and loved it? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like I said before, this is a, Height showcase uh, coming in, I think, under an hour. Or um, no, it was it was yeah, an hour and a half. Sure. Excuse me, it was in an that hour makes, and a half. That sounds right. Yeah, sorry. Um, so it was compact. It felt manageable on the rewatch. Like I could get through it. It was nice to feel like this immediacy of, hey, we're not going to waste your time with like stuff that's really far out right now. That's maybe for another showcase. You know, we're not going to, like, do a mix of, like, what you can play now and what you can play later. Like, keep you guessing. We're just going to be like, here's what's coming. And it's a lot. Like, this is strong. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's there's a lot of content coming. Like, if another studio or studio, another, um, like, PlayStation had come out and been like, hey, we're going to show you what's coming up in the next 12 months and had, like, 30 minutes of content. Like kind of not great, but I mean, for for so much coming out in the next twelve months and such good stuff, this is awesome. Cool. I, I you know I've listened to now, like this happened a little while ago. I've listened to a lot of different people talk about it, see what they think. Um, so I've definitely had time to like hear some other viewpoints. They, um, a lot of people are because when you look at ultimately um, this year from. People were saying last year, 2022 is going to be like the biggest year in gaming ever. Mm-hmm. It's going to be so much. And then things got pushed back and things got delayed and all that stuff. And so then people are looking at like, well, Xbox doesn't have anything this year. Mm-hmm. Halo is kind of in shambles. Redfall and Starfield got pushed. Mm-hmm. Uh, people were expecting Forza to come out this year, Forza Motorsport. Um, and that's pushed to next year. Mm-hmm. So they're like, yeah, they've got nothing. And Sony is like, well, they're kind of quiet on the God of War front, but supposedly that's coming yet. Mm-hmm. So, but I think your take, honestly, is again the more realistic one. Like what they did with this showcase is show you what you can play with Game Pass in mm-hmm. the next 12 months. Mm-hmm. And people don't care if that thing is available someplace else. They don't care if that thing is not 
made directly from Xbox or something like yep. that. They just are like, I have this service and these are the things I'll be able to play. Yep. And it is a lot, you know, there are a well, lot of things coming. And I think it was smart to frame it as this is what's coming in the next 12 months. 12 months sounds so much more immediate than 2023 does. Sure. You know, you didn't yeah. start off your show by saying like, we're going to take a look at 2022 and 2023. Mm-hmm. That's, that makes everything seem farther away and like not as like, this is coming. It does feel like, oh, it's delayed to 2023. So mm-hmm. starting it off that way and being very careful with their wording choice to say like, listen, next 12 months, that sounds close. That sounds like now. Mm-hmm. So yep. I just, I think it was really smart set up all the way through like they sure. made smart choices uh yeah, only other like critique i saw you know well I, mean, I saw a lot of critiques but one i thought was fair sure. is they could have tweeted or announced beforehand this idea that what you're gonna see is the next 12 months yeah because sure. just because a lot of people again that were you know the people that you know they do this for a living or they have nothing else going on so they're just waiting on bated breath for the, the showcase is like you know well, we're going to see Avowed then, right? We're going to see, sure. you know, Fable. We're going to see all these things. It's like, well, I don't know. And I, I think this is good too because yeah. otherwise you get in this pattern like we had with Sony for a while where it's like, okay, we don't need to see Deathloop again. Mm-hmm. You, we don't need a new trailer for Last of Us. Everyone that was going to buy Last of Us it's was going to buy this new one. It like, you, we don't need to see it. Mm-hmm. So it's like... It, you stick to the 12 month kind of thing. You don't run into the risk of showing a game and getting people hyped for a game. That's not coming for four years. So then you got to, so you're not like, seeing trailer after trailer yeah, after trailer, sprinkle these little breadcrumbs the whole way. And mm-hmm. by the time it gets there, like the hype is just done. Like, yeah. You know? So, yeah, I mean, I, I will give that critique, like in my, in my opinion, half validation. Sure. They could have done that. Also, they said it right away. You could at least sign off and spare yourself the hour and a half if that wasn't your bag. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, sure, sure. You sat down for like what five, ten minutes, maybe. Um, and I'm sure they, their marketing team probably thought like it's worth the risk to see if we do hook anybody, even if it's not, you know, exactly what they're looking for. They might just like, ooh, twelve months. Like, what, what can I play? Right. So, I mean, sure, they, they could have, like, let y'all know, but at the same time, I think it's that's an innocuous enough offense that, mm-hmm. like, I'm giving them a pass again. Yep. So, the big games that people were looking looking for in this that mm-hmm. were there was Redfall and yeah. Starfield. So, what did you think of those two? How did, how did they show? Sure. Uh, Redfall was fun. It was a great way to open. Uh, with a big game and i think they had a really great like teaser gameplay mix uh it was fun it was a fun way to open high energy mm-hmm. um yeah i liked it this is I definitely like something of, i i would play you like the kind of upside down world yeah kind of, talking stranger thing is kind of that sort of thing they had going in there yeah i dug it um and it's, I mean, it's one of those things that I think is always like a fun premise of like, you know, 
we're a town overrun by monsters and we're kind of like separated from the rest of the people, you know, they set it up well, but then it was fun to like, you know, have them go the extra mile of like, get these vampires blocked off the sun and, you know, pushed the sea back. That was cool. You know, there were Mm -hmm. some fun world building elements that I was like really enjoying watching in this. So yeah, Redfall, I think was strong open. The one, the one thing I was confused about, it was the gameplay. Um, I wasn't quite sure if you were like choosing your player or like switching between players at times, or you could, you'll you'll do you'll pick a player to begin with that will have their specific abilities and then if you're playing with other people they can pick the other characters okay and and then like if you you know but you don't switch while you're playing like okay the other other people that are with you are other people playing with you and you can probably have computer players too but no right Right. Yeah. Okay. I was a little confused at some point. It sort of looked like I wasn't sure if like they were just trying to show the different gameplay so you could see which characters you could be or if you could. I mean, obviously, there's games out where you can in certain cases switch between players. So I just was a little confused. But yeah, definitely not like the the RPGs where you would like have a team and then Mm -hmm. control the different members in your team. This is designed more like a, you know, I know makes a comparison, but more like a left for dead or back for blood kind of thing, but more, but this one also has like, has a story you can focus on. You can play through. So. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm still like, I, I thought it would, look better mm-hmm. but it's kind of going for an art style you know mm-hmm. so i think that will age well and if it plays if it plays well so um how about starfield i mean that's a Ooh. lot of people resting a lot on starfield they gave you a hell of a lot of starfield holy cow that gameplay at the end was like what was it like 10 minutes it was, 15 it minutes? was lengthy yeah it was lengthy, yeah. I mean, it was good. Um, but I guess for me, I like Starfield, uh, but I but it's not the thing I've been waiting for. So I was sort of like like I'm good. Okay. Yeah. At, after a while, but I'm sure for, for other people, you know, the more you get the mm-hmm. better. I just I guess, you know, I'm hoping, you know, Todd Howard, my man, like come on, come <laughs> through with this one. Um, I, I was expecting it to look more next gen. Like Mm, this is, this is their first like really original IP that Mm -hmm. Bethesda is dealing with. Like, so it's Mm -hmm. their own creation and they've been working on it for many years already and it got delayed a year and I just expect, I expected it to look better. I think the environments and stuff look nice and the ship and everything. I don't know about the people. Um, and it, it just, there's so much when I saw it, it's like, it just looks like a fallout game in space, which sure. I know a lot of people want, but at the same time, more like I was hoping yeah. the gunplay would look better. Still looks sure. very stilted. There's the kind of gunplay. Um, the, just the faces and stuff for people look a little off and it's not done. And I'm, you know, I'll wait, you know, which, but it's like a lot of the things they're doing here 
looked like what we got in the outer worlds, which is very mm. much a fallout yeah. in space already, but made with way less money in way less time. I don't know. I mean, obviously this is a lot where they're doing, we have a thousand planets and you can build your ship and super customize it and you have space battles and mm -hmm. you know, a lot. And so if they make a Skyrim in space and they fulfill that, people will love it. I just expected more polish, more high, something higher yeah. fidelity. That's so, fair. Yeah. But we'll see. I also think like the whole, someone from, um, what's his name? He's from um, Last Stand Media's PlayStation podcast. Can't think of his name right now. He's um his he had a really good point. He's like, we can't make one full city yet in a game. Like we can't make New York in a video game. Like we would look at Cyberpunk or you look at Spider-Man. Yeah, you swing around and it's impressive and it's big and everything, but you still can't go in most places. It's sure. still not the full thing. So do we need a thousand planets that are mostly empty? Like can't we have, because it would be different if we knew you could have these fully realized outposts and cities and stuff, and they felt sure. really real, um, then expand. But can we work on that first? You mm -hmm. know, I feel like no one's really nailed the, you know, believability of that yet. I'd say the closest we've got is still probably like cyberpunk, you know? Sure. So, I don't, you know. I, I think it'll be. I think it'll still be fun, and they'll be cool, and you can go all these different planets, look cool, and set up your own base and all that stuff. But just, I thought that was a good point. It's like we don't need a thousand planets. We could have like ten really fleshed out ones. Sure. You know. So. Yeah, it's kind of a weird dynamic of you know a thousand planets, kind of pushes your creativity, but. 10 fully fleshed out planets would push your skill. You know, mm. you're kind of like technical building engineering skill. Oh, from a game development standpoint. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. having those empty planets, it's like, okay, how do we, how do we at least make this different and how do we make like a different planet? But there's not a lot of like technicality to it. Mm-hmm. Well, I think a bunch That's of these planets dynamic. are going to be, and maybe I'm wrong in this, but I think a bunch of them are going to be um, procedurally generated, sure. kind of like No Man's Sky. So they're not going to be designed in a bespoke manner, a bunch of them that will be just like, but maybe I'm wrong on that, or maybe it'll be like a mix of, I'm sure, or something like that. Yeah, probably. So um, what would... Um, I mean, if there's anything else that stands out for sure, but uh, I mean, like again, the Persona games coming—that's crazy. Yeah, those look um, so fun and cool. Yeah, I was really I mean, excited about that. They're they're just a series of great games that have been stuck on various systems, most of which aren't current ones. Yeah, and so people are just like, give people the opportunity to buy these games. Like, let them buy the games. They will throw money at you. Just put them places. So, um, yeah, some of the, this event definitely upset some people, uh, cause they first saw the persona things coming and they're like, 
they were pretty mad because they're obviously this Xbox thing. And like, okay, these are coming to the PlayStation service too, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Which they are. Which <laughs> they are. Folk. So, yeah. But for a while, people were, were pretty worried. And then people were, I don't know, trying to sign a petition or do something to try to get the Hideo Kojima game canceled because they're like, how dare you not, how dare you leave PlayStation to make a game with Xbox? Man, so people get over it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so overall, do you have a score at all for this? Ooh, what are we, what are we ranking? Are we using our patented finger <sighs> ranking should, system? <laughs> I mean, it, well, you know, I didn't file for the patent, uh, as of yet. <laughs> So how um, dare you? Yeah, I, you know, I usually like to look at it like grades, A, A through F. Sure. I will give this somewhere in the A minus B plus range. A minus, okay. I'm going to say. OK, I liked it. It was fun. Like I said, it moved quickly. Not a lot of like kind of filler material to drag me down, like enough kind of like a few interjections with announcements and descriptions, but not after everything, which just like, you know, gets to be mm-hmm. way too much. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of fun games that I was excited about. I, I thought like stuff like the last case of Benedict Fox looks mm. awesome. Yeah. I have no idea if I'm going to play it, but like super tempting. Um, what? Oh, Pentiment by mm-hmm. obsidian i obviously know why i want to play that game but had no idea like a game like that existed so yeah super mm-hmm. excited about that persona looked really fun scorn looked creepy and just you know mm-hmm. like i don't know horror-esque excellence um it's a very yeah, delayed game yeah yeah coming um there were only like two Oh, Ravenlock, Loke, Locke, which is like a wonky yeah. Lego Alice in Wonderland. I was sort of just like, this feels weirdly familiar and awesome. Yeah, I didn't really remember that that one. I don't, I don't remember that for, some, yeah, for whatever it's, reason. It's a, like exactly like I said, it's a wacky Lego Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm excited about that kind of stuff. Um, Naraka looked cool, but I suck battle arena games i suck at those like last player standing sometimes they're still fun though like exactly like this looks fun like i might be tempted into it because at least everything Mm -hmm. looks cool here Mm -hmm. but i just i suck at those i panic i'm usually like one of the couple last left and then suddenly i panic and just throw it all out the window so um and then on the way other end of the spectrum lightyear frontier looked adorable okay um, which was basically like this, you know, person like landing on a planet with his little like fighter gun suit and then using it to farm and like cultivate the land. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a side mystery. Yeah. Adorable. So cute. <laughs> um, and then uh, High on Life, Rick and Morty creators. You know, yeah. you notice that one. That's obviously a game for me because you carry around a knife and the knife yells at you. I need more stabby stabby. So being the yeah, nice focused player that I am, I obviously yeah. need this game. <laughs> I think that's good. Apparently this game was supposed to be in development for Google Stadia. 
Oh, then, you know, well, how that went. Yeah. Yeah. We all know how that went. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that looks funny. Um, yeah, I think I give it, I think I give it a B. Okay. Um, I, I think they should have chopped out some stuff in the middle. I think they should have chopped out the game update section. Like, Here's what's oh. coming to Elder Scrolls Online. Here's what's coming to Grounded. Here's what's coming yeah, to Grounded was my, Fallout was 76. You know, like, oh, here's what's coming to Sea of Thieves. And not that those are bad. Um, they have Some of them have pretty big player bases. Just those player bases, you know, they can get an update already. You know, you can drop that video separate. Like, it's not really a new game coming. I don't or it could think have been a screen. take the time to... Yeah. You know, it could have been a screen of like, here's our game updates, you know, go online to find out more about these screen. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So, and then the, the score would have been bumped up a little higher. I think if I would have, there would have been either one more surprise, like, Hey, actually about is coming this year or mm-hmm. Hellblade is coming this year or the Starfield stuff really just blew my mind. Something sure. Like that. So. Um, okay. So that's the Xbox event. Um, it's been, the gaming events have kept on rolling in. There's a couple mm-hmm. of little ones like we can talk about here yet. Uh, there was a weird little separate dragon's dogma event, like specifically they're making another one of those. And then the Capcom did event to talk about like monster hunter and then resident evil. Mm-hmm. So, um, we got more details on resident evil Four, a little bit like another little kind of video. That was such that. a, oh my God, that was such a such tease. A tease. <laughs> such a tease. Well, they're going to they, show all this stuff and then they cut it. They so built quick. it up so hard and then mm-hmm. cut it. Oh God, they I was just, so like, mad. The opening thing, it's like the nostalgia immediately of like walking down the path. Yes. But then it's just like over. Oh, and they're, and you know, they were just like, oh, we've really like upped everything. And we're so excited to like put you in the middle of the fear of being like in this hive mind of the Ganados and then they go right up to the moment of showing you black. Mm-hmm. Oh, rude, mm-hmm. rude, rude. Well, and they, they talk about like completely redoing the enemies and stuff. I don't know what that means exactly. And I'm, I'm, I talked to Dustin a little bit about it. He thinks maybe the game is going to be a lot shorter than the original. Like Ooh, he's thinking it's going to be highly disappointed by that. Like reworked a little more mm. than like a just straight remake kind of thing. I don't mind if it's a little bit shorter, but I would, I would mind if it was significantly shorter. I love all levels of that gameplay. I mean, I, I could see cutting some things, but yeah, I would be massively disappointed if this was like a, a huge rework. I I think some some of the appeal of it is, is going to the different areas. Mm hmm. Like village yeah. is is very like when I think of, you know, kind of like staying in the same vein, village is very the same yes. area. Yeah. You know, no, you, you yeah, don't stray you, you far. Kind of, yeah. But right. like but like for, you know, you've got like outdoor lake, you know, you're going across like castles, um, outdoor grounds, you know. Well, they're um, themed pretty differently in village. I feel I always thought like village felt more akin to a resident evil four than it, a lot it, of other resident evil we've gotten it does i'm i'm probably just drawing on it because it's the most recent thing i've played but mm-hmm. like there are like three main kind of areas that are very different from one another 
but like you're in the same area. Whereas I feel like yeah. Resident Evil 4, you travel more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I just want to see more. I want to see what, you mm -hmm. know, uh, uh, Dustin is saying, like for him, the definitive version is the VR version. He says that's so amazing. So, Ballsy. I've yeah. not played that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the little RE4Ts and then a big update for Resident Evil Village. Yes. So wow. That's the third person mode. I didn't see that coming. I didn't either. I feel like that changes a lot. Like how, mm -hmm. you know, some of the things you see and go through, how is that going to impact you in mm -hmm. third person? Like when you walk through a door and Le Lady Dim Dimitres is just like right freaking there, you mm -hmm. know, or you like, appendages you know things happen to appendages, oh my god yes you know or like you're gonna be eating the, like the daughters just very the whirlwinds and the yeah. yeah the crazy bug things and stuff mm -hmm. oh yeah i mean yeah i definitely prefer third person generally for this but i did like the game in first person and so yeah know. it'll be strange um and then we got confirmation that you can play from lady Demetrasks point of view in, in like the mercenaries or something in the right? mercenaries yep. yeah mm -hmm. yeah and then there was another little too. side thing well like a little a story roses. dlc yeah yeah that yep. that's what i'm most excited for because yep. that's what i'll act like dustin said he's gonna go back and replay the game right away and for in third person mode i don't think i'll do that but i do want to play roses dlc mm -hmm. for sure yeah, I don't know if I'll go back right away, but I might try it at some point. Just like see how it is, I guess. But yeah, it'll be I interesting. I don't, I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can transfer that experience that well. You got no Rose's story. Oh well, yeah, no, I'll, I'm not gonna not play that. I just mean like I, I might oh, try yeah, third person. I just okay. Yeah, yeah. I have to ease into that one. So I, I, you know, it is hard to like switch experiences once you've played it through. Yep. Yep. Uh, and just the last little thing, they had a Final Fantasy like 20th mm -hmm. year. I don't know if it was 20th year or 25th anniversary for Final Fantasy 7. Mm -hmm. um, and they finally announced this, the part two of the Final Fantasy 7 remake. Um, Final Fantasy rebirth i think rebirth yeah and um so there's that and then the new um another like um, portable game that they're updating i'm not a big final fantasy guy so i don't know a lot about that i but um final fantasy 7 remake i did play a little bit of and it's definitely a very impressive impressive looking game pretty fun mm -hmm. so maybe i'll knock that one out before this next one comes comes along awesome. so yeah, lots of lots of news to start off the summer of gaming. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> how do you like overall? I mean, is is there a lot more coming? Is Keeley doing the throughout the entire summer kind of thing like before? Or, I mean, I I haven't I haven't kept up on it, you know. But yeah, so let's see, I mean, I know there's something coming up uh, tomorrow actually. Oh. Um. Let me see. I was just on the Summer Game Fest site because I was kind of trolling around to see what was going on. There is a multi-versus multi versus pro player showcase tomorrow. The second pro player showcase from multi-versus. 
Okay. Don't care. No, I do not either. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, so that's, that's what's coming up and then they don't have anything else upcoming right now, but obviously that doesn't really mean a whole lot. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's been an interesting year. Like I thought I, I watched pieces of other things. I haven't had as much time for some of it. So like they had the digital devolver showcase, which was shorter mm-hmm. and sweeter than normal, but funny, like wacky and zany, like normal. And yeah. And PC showcase. I thought a lot of those were pretty boring that I, what I saw, but so yeah, but, uh, either way, we're going to have lots of cool stuff coming mm-hmm. and, um, What's the next what, what's the next game you're going to play, Andrea? What's, what's what the next play? game I'm going to play? Yeah, like what's what's on the list? What's on your radar for like I got to got to well, download or pick up that one. Um, I got to, you know, still knifing my way through Borderlands. No. No. <laughs> oh, I had to say it though. I had to say it. You're cut um, off. <laughs> but uh, uh, no, no, I'm in Hades right now. Oh, okay. Nice. Cool. How's that going? Uh, well-ish. Um, it's been very sporadic gameplay. So, yeah. I mean, I really enjoy it. I'm really liking it. I just like mm-hmm. don't get on it as much as I want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll um, take take a time when you get the chance to like do a few runs in a row exactly. or something to kind of get you know used to it. Yeah, that's what I'm currently playing. Nice. All right. Well, that's our show. Our very gaming focused show for mm-hmm. the week. Um, it's good to be back. Good to have all this gaming news to talk about. Um, Popcast on the rocks, episode one Oh nine in the can, which you should like and share and follow and subscribe and all those things that would be very appreciated. Um, on Twitch and YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, um, take your favorite podcast directory, go there, leave a review. That'd be, um, that'd be great as well helps us be discovered by others um and then killing the flower they are responsible for our theme song so take a look at them on spotify uh youtube and instagram so mm-hmm. that'll do it from us um we should be back uh, again next week with another show probably um try to be consistent with it and also keep notifications on for when i go live with a ohio anime segment and um Yeah. Andrea, thanks again for joining me. Of course. As always. Cheers, everybody.